Welcome to Lou Marks The Spot, brought to you by yours truly, Lou Marks, bringing sanity and common sense back to America. Defund the police, go ahead, no worries. Batman and Robin, Wonder Woman, Superman, the Green Hornet, Kato, Spider-Man, and the Flash are going to protect us. Don't believe it? Why? The Democrats and liberals do. Nancy, Chuck, and AOC are ordering their bat signals already. Think it's insane? You are right. The Democrats and liberals are insane. There is no civilization that did not and does not have a police force. That's why it's called a civilization, because police keep it civilized. The urban cohorts of ancient Rome were created by the Emperor Augustus in approximately 27 BC, which is over 2,000 years ago, in the city of Rome to serve as a police force. Their primary role was to police Rome and counteract roaming mobs and gangs that often haunted its streets during the Republic. The urban cohorts thus acted as a heavy-duty police force capable of riot control duties, police the streets, and fort fires. Sound familiar? In any society, members of the community recognized they required to restrain certain impulses in order to participate in the community. Every civilization has had some form of law which makes clear that the benefits of peaceful coexistence with one's clan, city, village, or tribe, city, states, and countries outweigh the gratification of selfish desires and childish impulses. And should one act on such desires or impulses at others' expense, there will and shall be consequences. In ancient Egypt, the underlying form of the law, which modified behavior, was the central value of the entire culture, harmony, and balance. Personified as a goddess, this principle came into being at the creation of the world and was the principle which allowed everything to function as it did in accordance with divine order. The ancient Egyptians believed that if one adhered to this principle, one would live a harmonious existence and further be assured of passage to paradise in the next life. After death, one's heart would be weighed in the balance against the white feather of the goddess, and if found heavier through selfish behavior, one's soul was then denied paradise and would cease to exist. Adhering to this principle simply meant living a balanced life with respect for oneself, one's family, immediate community, and the greater goods of one's society. But however, people being what they are, there were many instances in which an individual would elevate his or her own self-interest above that of others, and so the Egyptians had to introduce more specific laws. And simply a suggestion that one should conduct oneself with moderation and consideration for others. These laws would have been nothing more than further suggestions, however, and the authorities had no way to enforce them. And so a police force was created in 1550 B.C., over 3,000 years ago. Again, sound familiar? Democrats and liberals are saying we should abolish ICE. Then they moved on to we should abolish the entire Department of Homeland Security. And now they're talking about abolishing the police. This is wrong. This is true insanity. While some liberal lawmakers, Representative Ilhan Omar and AOC, have called for more than one police department to be totally dismantled. Total insanity. George Floyd's death was a horrific crime, unbearable to watch, 
And the officer who pressed his knee against Floyd's neck for more than eight minutes until Floyd died now faces prosecution on murder charges. Also, the three officers who stood and watched, doing nothing to intervene, also face criminal charges. And all four officers have been fired. This seems entirely appropriate. What's not acceptable, though, is the demonization of all law enforcement officers everywhere. To dismiss it as a few bad apples also runs the risk of sounding tone deaf. But to condemn all law enforcement officers for the horrible actions of an extremely small minority of the profession is not fair either. Being a law enforcement officer means you risk your life every time you go out wearing a badge and a uniform. You enter dangerous situations to keep others safe. 89 police officers were killed nationwide in the line of duty last year, according to the FBI statistics. The man killed in Atlanta just recently for resisting arrest was a different case than George Floyd and perhaps more than likely was justified. Right now, it's a thankless job. Just as excessive force by police is not right, it's not right to paint all police with a broad brush either. Of the 36,000 approximate Americans killed with guns each year, over 22,000 are gun suicides, that's 61%. Over 12,000 are gun homicides, that's 35%. 496 are law enforcement shootings. It's only 1.4%, while a very small percentage is still not right, but it's the smallest percentage there is. And 487 are unintentional shootings. 1,003 people were shot and killed by police in 2019. But counts, rather than percentages, show that in 2019, Nine blacks, 19 whites, and six Hispanics were unarmed when killed by police. Very small number of unarmed people, and we don't know why. In 2015, 38 blacks, 32 whites, and 19 Hispanics were unarmed when killed by police. So that's quite a decrease. Something is happening. The police department definitely is not exhibiting signs of systemic racism. 38 police officers, however, have been shot and killed in the line of duty in 2019. 38. 41 law enforcement officers were killed accidentally while performing their duties in 2019. That's for a total of 79 police officers were killed in the line of duty in 2019. Is that the right comparison? Who knows? Shouldn't we compare the percent of those killed by police to the percent of interactions with the police, 375 million interactions. Even more precise, shouldn't we compare the percent of those killed by police to those encounters that were actually life-threatening to either the police officers or other people? These records are not always kept exactly or kept at all. To move on, black-on-black homicides in Chicago surged to more than 770 three years ago, but have dropped since the 660 in 2017 and 561 homicides last year in 2019. That's tremendous difference between police shooting blacks. Black-on-black homicides just are incredibly more. This seems to be the true problem. Nationwide, the number of blacks killed by blacks rose to over 2,300 last year in 2019. 
That's an incredible figure. Don't we think that's the main problem, is reducing violence? Some of the protesters' messaging, however, is on point. Black lives do matter. Everyone should recognize that. I certainly do. However, it's more important to say all lives matter. We can't keep saying black lives matter. All lives matter. Otherwise, we'll say yellow lives matter, red lives matter, white lives matter. No, all lives matter. And steps should always be taken to weed out those officers who don't get it. Properly trained police to deal with all people without racial profiling and prosecute those who abuse the power of the badge. This makes common sense. The suggestion of defunding or dismantling the police departments around the country, however, is the single most absurd idea I have ever heard. Proposals vary. Some call for merely shifting a portion of police budgets to other programs, while others demand the actual elimination of police departments. Total insanity. What would happen with no police? Can you even imagine it? Can you think about it? Can you even picture it? Yes, there are bad cops, but the vast majority of more than 800,000 law enforcement officers nationwide are good, decent people doing a difficult, difficult and extremely thankless job. There are bad teachers convicted of a variety of crimes, but we don't hear cries to dismantle the school system. What about the UCLA doctors charged with molesting his gymnastics patients? No one's calling for the elimination of doctors. Or liquor store clerks who sell alcohol to minors. We're not eliminating liquor stores. You can go down the line of every profession and job classification and find people who dishonor those professions and should be eliminated from them. Reform police departments? Yes. Improve training methods and prohibit certain uses of force, like chokeholds. Only in extreme circumstances should be allowed. Yes, seek out racist cops and ban them from the force forever. Absolutely. If you were frightened or upset by the civil unrest across the country for the past few weeks and the opportunist rioting and looting that ensued, which had nothing to do with the peaceful protests, that's just a taste, a small little taste of what it would be like without law enforcement. Only it would be much, much, much worse. Removing federal, state, and local funding from law enforcement will not achieve the change we want. In fact, it will make things worse much, much more than we can even imagine. And to the communities that need the police the most, poor, underprivileged, black and minority communities, these are the ones that need the police. And these are the ones that will be affected first and most. Decreasing funding to departments will drastically influence our ability to train the police, as a majority of classes cost a substantial amount of money. It also affects equipment purchases, such as body cameras that everyone wants, dash cameras, less lethal devices, and computers for record keeping. Defunding the police also means lower pay, which will hurt the department's ability to attract high-quality officers. Police agencies across the country were already dealing with a hiring pool crisis. Less and less people are interested in being in law enforcement jobs, becoming cops. Who can blame them? Who can blame the ones now that are in mass retiring, quitting, leaving their jobs? The current climate and possible lack of funding will only make things even worse. Now they talk about social workers responding. That's funny. Who's going to protect the social workers? Batman and the rest of the superheroes? 
The Black Lives Matters group offered to police the states and cities. Now that's hypocritical to say at least, but isn't that exactly what they're saying they don't want? Can you imagine the Black Lives Matter group starting a police department? But they're saying they don't want police. They don't want, they don't want court systems. They don't want anything, but they're willing to police. Of course they do. They just want it to be them in power. And now in Seattle, Chaz, now renamed CHOP, no police force present again. 911 calls were made. Guess what? No surprise. Police didn't show up. Anyone surprised by that? I don't blame them. They're not going to show up. But they are carrying weapons, the police are the people there, and enforcing rules that they made up, still looting stores, now extorting store owners for protection, and all in the name of police are bad people. Blame the police. That's what they're doing. If you allow the rabble of anarchy to continue to loot in an uncontrolled manner in which there are no checks and balances, they're going to come to your community, they're going to come to your neighborhood, and they're coming to your house. This is definitely a recipe for insanity. But of course, who are the easiest people to blame? The police. But if you're really pragmatic and use common sense, with this insanity taking place, you would not even consider defunding the police. We need more police. Good police, no doubt, but more police. The three major functions of American police, but not limited to, are providing, first, basic social services, maintaining order, and controlling crime, among many, many, many other duties. Calls for massive defunding of law enforcement are simply and truly insane. When people, when political correctness addles our brains to the point when we fail to recognize the critical need we have for the thin blue line, the police departments, to safeguard us from crime, we Americans will be in real imminent danger. More danger than most of you can imagine. Yet some politicians are not only listening to calls that law enforcement agencies be destroyed, they're actually leading the charge. Clearly, a tiny minority of police officers guilty of unnecessary brutality ought to be forced to turn in their badges. Police chiefs, sheriffs, and politicians who protect them ought to be fired, too, and put in jail along with the police. But hamstringing law enforcement generally would be a gift to criminals of all stripes, including some fond of using violence to get what they want. Can you imagine taking away the police department, taking away the court systems? That's open anarchy to crime. You can, everyone commit crimes. Anyone can go commit a crime. There's no penalty. There's no recourse. Nothing. Try jerking the financial rug out from under a police department or two and see what happens real fast. We have already seen some of what happened in Minneapolis, rioting, looting, and anarchy. And now chaos and anarchy in Seattle. So let's get this straight. We have maniacs like Chrissy Teigen and John Legend and other Hollywood Nobody's bailing out looters and rioters and anarchists, sanctuary states and cities where rapists and murderers run free, no bail for violent criminals, and now the Democrats and liberals want no police and no court systems eventually. Nothing defines any lack of any semblance of sanity than this. This is total moronic insanity. Let's start with some reform, banning chokeholds and let's Life-threatening situations require redirecting some responsibilities to mental health professionals, EMTs, and social workers has been tried with some moderate success, 
Moving further on that front is a sensible attempt to see what happens. Repealing qualified immunity laws so the police officers can be held more responsible for their actions is more complicated, but it's uh, worth exploring. But abolishing the police, that's insane. No, really, listen to me. It's truly insane. Who will respond to school shootings? Social workers? What about bank robberies? Who will investigate murders? If you just want to rename the police, fine. But the police function is essential to any civilized society in the world. There are no countries that do not have police. And there are times when that function can only be formed by agents of the government willing, licensed, and able to use force. Some defunders propose community patrols, which sound a bit like local, local militias to me, and more anarchy. Sounds something like the brown shirts back in World War before World War II. But whatever name you give them, how does that not create more problems? Do you really want untrained groups of cop wannabes confronting suspicious characters in the neighborhood? Remember Trayvon Martin? And George Zimmerman, that's how Trayvon Martin got killed by George Zimmerman. Zimmerman thought, or pretended to be, like vigilante. He was just patrolling the streets. All the problems with race, but also class, would be exasperated if local communities took it upon themselves to do police work. It's insane. Affluent, mostly white communities would have more resources and Poorer, mostly black communities would have fewer. Makes sense. And to the communities that need the police the most, the poor, underprivileged, and black and minority communities, that would be a total disaster. It's all just plain old common sense, which seems to be pretty uncommon, unfortunately, these days. And hey, by the way, I haven't seen Batman and Robin, Wonder Woman, Superman, the Green Hoarder, Cato, or Spider-Man and the Flash around lady. Anybody see him? Seems like the Democrats might need some more bat signals.